action, action. Look at this. Look at us. What? Six months later, Peter Moran, how are you? You guys obviously recognize Peter from episode, I believe it was 142 was Au Revoir. Wow, 142. Yes. What, what so episode are we on right now? We are on 194. Damn. Yeah. So about six months. Right? Yeah, you've been getting after it. So yeah, that's dude. two a week? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So initially, uh, Peter and I were actually, bro, we got on our freaking grind. We were doing three days a week. Three at one a point. week. So like, I think also well, one day a week we were doing like Zoom stuff. That's true. Right? But I mean, it was still it was still flowing, dude. And just doing our best to pump out 30-minute uh, episodes three times a week. So it was a good amount of content, dude. A lot, lot of content. A lot of content. Because I came out on 69. So if yeah. you said 142, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we banged out like 70-something episodes. Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, dude. And I think the thing is like during the pandemic, like we were just kind of motivated for the most part since we weren't going out doing stand-up. We were just right. like, all right, let's get on the air. Spit some funny jokes. If we can be funny, you know, when yeah. it's live, that's great. It's always possible. Yeah, yeah. Thing, things are different now. We're do, You're doing, you're producing a lot of shows. Yes, man, I am. Yeah. So, like, the past six months for both of us, dude, it's actually been crazy. It's been amazing to see, you know, how far you've come. You're doing your own mic, and also I see you are on shows, you know, yeah, a couple yeah. times a week or whatever it is. But uh, just getting back in the mix has been fun, man. Yeah, and dude. I think, like, it's, it's so different from the six months before that. You know, like, this whole year. I guess this last year, like when, do you remember when exactly you came on? Uh, it was pretty much exactly a year. I was yeah. actually, I was looking, I was making sure I had the right apartment number. Yeah. And I saw a text from you on November 28th. So yeah. Wow. Just over a year ago. Okay. Was That's when I also good up. to know you've never like cleared our combo. Yeah. What's this two on two number? Oh, must be rich. <laughs> two on two, literally. <laughs> Call it from a landline, dude. But guys, Peter, look at his hair. It looks yeah. great. This is like the hair I had for a little bit. I know. And you know what you Full told circle, me? Baby. You were like, you were like, you got to keep the long hair for the summer, the sexy summer flow. Yeah. So are you going to let it grow till summer? I'm letting it ride. I'll tell you this, though. I saw you posted a little summer action of you recently. Uh, you looking good. The oh, body was like looking that. Thank like you, bro. Tight. The ladies are liking it, bro. Oh, Finally, good, after good, all finally. these fucking years of just impressing dudes, finally I get some compliments. That's some that's chicks, a good, dude. yeah, that's a good, that's a good body for being a heterosexual male. Sure, you sure, had sure. a pretty gay body for a long period of yeah, time, but yeah. now, <laughs> bro, the thing is, it's so hard to balance the being lean and being muscular. Yeah, I think for right now, I have the I have the kind of trick down, but it's I mean, it's day by day. It's forty eight oh, yeah. hours by seventy two hours, and I think the trick trick is like a little less cardio uh -huh. and um, lower. Or sh tighten your metabolic eating window. Like not intermittent fasting, but narrowing it down. Sure. Which is almost um, a step ahead, I'd say, yeah. of intermittent fasting. Because intermittent fasting, you can say like, oh, I'm going to eat um, eight in an eight-hour window. I'm going to eat in a yeah. seven-hour window. But the, what I'm kind of doing now is I will just like basically eat whatever the hell I want in like a three-hour window or four. I, just, I can really yeah. eat whatever I want because I'm not like... I mean, I'm, I mean being well, vegan, you're vegan, of course. But the yeah. thing is like... I went to the gym earlier, had a great sesh around like um, right before you came. So probably around like 12 o'clock, nice. which is which is not like. Yeah, that's not you style, changed. Bro. You're yeah. a different man. So like getting this getting sleep, eating when I'm actually really hungry. I haven't eaten yet after the gym still. So I'm not like forcing down a protein shake or something right. like that. I'm letting my body get rid of these freaking toxins that have maybe been get in out there. Of here. You know, and then yeah. just trying to use my body fat more than the glucose in food. Nice, dude. So that's where I'm at. I'm more of a like, is my shirt going to come off? I'm going to bang out a few push-ups and just like look good for the next 30 minutes. Those sure. are my windows, okay. pump windows. Yeah, Let but you, do still, you go to the gym. Oh, yeah. We're still in there. 
we're still, you know, banging out like the bro workouts. Okay. Still, Just still biceps. staying consistent, you know, hitting, hitting the biceps, hitting the bench, uh-huh. feeling good about myself. Had yeah. a little bit of a yoga kick, probably get nice. deeper into that. But you know, I, well, you I mean, I have a hat. Right, yeah. right. I can't be a poser out here. I earned this. I can downward dog and use my hips instead of my ankles. You know what I'm saying? Pilates too. I've done Pilates once. Uh, I hate Pilates, bro. It's too much. I don't really, I don't really see what's happening there. Like, yeah, really it know. also seems like I'm also on the verge of like breaking an ankle or something when I do that because they have that machine and then they have those really thin bars. They're like, all right, put your ankle on the back bar yeah. and sprout, sprout, whatever it is, yeah. sprout forward. You know what I mean? I'm just like, okay, this is like I a almost did a, I almost did a pole dancing class. That would have been cool, but it just didn't work out with my schedule. Interesting. Yeah, I'm really, I'm, I'm trying new things. So speaking so. about trying new things in your new schedule, talk to us a little bit about just bro, what you've been doing the past six months. You know. Yeah. Shooting the shit right now. But it's actually kind of the perfect six month window because when we when we left and when I left, it was like right as stand up was kind of returning. And I got into it. I started that mic I, I was doing. I run that just like a little bit of consistency on yeah. that, that weekly basis. Yeah. Uh, produced a show. May come back. Ask me anything. That was great. Been doing spots at uh, Broadway, Greenwich, you know, all over the city. Um, and I feel like, I feel like probably in October, that was probably the first time I was like, Oh, I got a little bit of that rhythm back. It's crazy. All that time away where I was like, wow. All right. I feel like I'm myself on stage, you know, new bits, uh, things changed. Listen, I had to quit the gambling to be able to really do it. Now I'm a couple months away from it. Really activated a little bit more of that uh, portion of my brain that wasn't being creative, wasn't being funny. Months, sorry, a couple months away from what? From gambling. Okay. Uh, and, you know, it's pushed me forward creatively. So, you know, it's it's more than anything like a, a mindset shift in terms of what I'm prioritizing, what I'm focusing on. Like a lot, you come back to stage with old jokes and you're a different person. Different person. Like it just is what it is. We took, we took a, a long time away, you know. And yeah, recently I felt like I'm actually back in my rhythm. I'm I'm back doing it, and it's uh, it's been a lot of fun. Yeah, um, totally. Yeah, because I remember uh, kind of around the time that it was like six months ago we first did that show over at Asylum. Yeah, and then but from that point it was kind of like all right, well people are back at like seventy five percent capacity inside, right. but also a lot of other places are still not open, still not doing comedy, or people are in there with their K ninety five duck looking right. masks, you know, stuff like that. Yeah. So I think like. Uh, just in general, the city probably started to get back to it, and like you know, end of June, early July is. But That's yeah, I, I mean, it, it takes a it takes a lot just to get the rhythm back. You know, oh, if you're yeah. not doing it for an extended period of time. You've been you've been hosting all these shows, right? You yeah yeah the Ted Jones comedy shows. Yeah, yeah you've been hosting them. Yeah, man. So it's been great. So I'll do anywhere from like I mean, initially when I, when we had like more comics on the show, yeah. like eight to ten, I was probably doing like eight minutes up top, but now. Um, we have like five to six comics. So I'm doing like anywhere from probably like 10 to 13 minutes on the nice. top. And then all the comics are doing, you know, around 10 minutes, something like that. that. 10, yeah. 10 minutes. That's good. Fewer comics. You know, when you get like eight people up there, whatever, I mean, even if it's eight comics you love, it's, it's better to let people that, you know, can do a good 10. Yeah. 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 Let them it, rip. It's, it's tough to kind of like grasp like a handle of like, Oh, I really like this person, especially yeah. if you're like a crowd member, if they're only doing like seven minutes or oh, something totally. like that. Yeah, so yeah man. I saw you're also you you were opening for Hannah. Yeah, Hannah, Hannah Burner. Burner. So she was on uh, the podcast. Um, do, bro, the thing is, you're like you even when you were on the pod, bro, I was like always struggling with episode numbers. I mean, you know yeah, what I mean? You I was, got, okay. we're 190 deep. Yeah, Good yeah, luck yeah. finding so, okay, the right so one. Okay, so I believe Hannah was on like 151 or 152. So okay. yeah, so Hannah was on the pod, and then. 
uh, this past weekend, or yeah, yeah, this past weekend, I went to Bridgeport and that was super fun. Open for her, hosted the show. So did like 10 minutes up top, brought the next comic on and yeah. came on, did like two minutes, brought the next comic after that and did two minutes and then brought Hannah on and then nice. she killed it for like 45 minutes, how which was, is amazing, that? dude. She, dude, she kills it. Like I told her, I was like, you have successfully made it from reality TV to like switching careers completely. Yeah. Like, only Cardi B and uh, her she was have reality really done that. I didn't know she was reality yes, TV. Bro, she was on a reality TV show. I thought she was social media. Quit, like quit for the most part. I mean, people will say that she got kicked off, but I believe she <laughs> What she show quit. was it? Summer House. Okay. So she really transferred. Well, like I've told her this, like her and Cardi B right now have been the two successful from reality to like actual being legit. That's what's something. up. I mean, yeah, I, she's I, great. she's very funny. I watched, I watched your clip. I watched you talk about, can, can people see my dick right now? Oh yeah. Can you see my dick right now? Are we good? Not, it, not no, as good. well as I could have in that clip. So, <laughs> Dude, the thing was like, I, I went, before I went on stage, I was like, bro, I literally feel like my dick is out. Like, I can see the imprint on my dick. So like, I have to say something. You ever just drop it over the boxers accidentally? So there's really oh, just one so there's there. actually just like, you can see shroom tip. No, dude. The thing was like, I, I knew I had to say something. And I was just like, all right, just let it rip. Because obviously people are going to mention it. You see that guy's dick? It must have been cold in there. So I said exactly that. (laughs) You're saying you weren't properly represented. I mean, bro, I wasn't. No. Is that what you're talking about? (laughs) I was in like three quarters jumped, like (laughs) mid freaking mid set. Yeah. Unless I was was talking about like a porn joke. And then I got really into my mind. Hey, you're like a method comic. Yeah, method comic. (laughs) I'm like, yeah, I'm juiced up, ready to go. How do you feel? How do you feel over like the last several months since basically, you know, since you started producing this show and getting yeah. that stage time? How do you feel you've grown as a comic? Bro, exponentially, I feel. It's you awesome. know, it's it's six months is a lot of time when you, I think, really try at something. Totally. And I'll say that like six months can go by and like you feel like you haven't done shit the past. Oh, yeah, dude, crack <laughs> that. And you, it feels like sometimes you haven't done shit the past six months. Like, dude, I've had years where I can track my six months and be like, what the fuck have I done in six months? You know, totally. as you know, I worked at my dad's company for five years. So, yeah. I mean, maybe incrementally every year I was like, oh, Preserving yeah, I the learned family a, legacy. Yeah, I like learned. Uh, I learned a little bit here, but like can't see full growth in something when you're not. Wearing kind of doing gray sweatpants. Yeah, or wearing gray sweatpants <laughs> or just wearing merch, you know? Yeah. So I do feel like the past six, and seven, six seven months have been great. I've been having a fun time. And, um, dude, I also like doing it. Like, I'm not going yeah. to stop doing it, you know? That's like, great. That's what's also I mean, that's like everything. A, a beautiful thing right now where I'm like, yeah, like, if I, people are like, oh, yeah, well, if you want, you can go back to your dad's company. Like, dude, no. That's like if somebody is moving from, I don't know, Montana, no offense to Montana or whatever, to, like, New York. Like, bro, you're not going to move back to Montana yeah, or whatever. I yeah. mean, that's just an aggressive move to go back, I feel like. I mean, yeah, maybe no. you will, but I'm just saying I don't look to do that ever. I understand. Uh, I'm a little offended for your dad's sake that his company is Montana. Um, <laughs> I'm also offended for your mom's sake that I called it for your dad's sake. But, you know, <laughs> it, it's a good biz. Um, yeah, I mean, the fact that, the fact that you love it. I mean, that's everything that you, cause, cause you, you know, you know, you gotta do this forever, forever. Yeah. Uh, so you better be able to enjoy the journey. Fuck yeah. yeah dude. You look, you look very comfortable on stage. Thank that's you, something man. I noticed. Very likable guy. Okay. You know? Thank you, man. I appreciate and it's a, that. Especially since you're hosting, it's like, all right, we trust this guy. All right. He seems like he's going to have fun. He's like hosting like a party, you know? Sure. That's like a big deal okay. when you're when you're hosting something. It's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I trust this guy. I'm comfortable with him. Let it, let him lead me through this experience. Right. You know, 
Okay. So yeah, I think I think that uh, works well in your favor. So uh, tell me a little bit. I mean, how you started the mic, and then also you're getting on these shows, and then also, I mean, the past like what is it? Maybe been like six to eight weeks since you uh-huh. are maybe experiencing a whole new life journey. Uh, very more recent than that. Couple weeks. Um, all right. Please so yeah. So I mean. I I started I started the mic just to kind of recapture like a little bit. Here's the thing: there's always mics to go to. I mean, fewer than there used to be. That's for sure. But also, always- man, there, a mic vibe is also good, and you yeah. have a really good <laughs> mic vibe. Like to be honest, at this point, I feel like I wouldn't maybe venture to a lot of mics besides yeah. like if I was like comfortable with the vibe, like a mic that you have. I don't know if you want to plug it, but, but you do have a lot of people every week bugging you about it so yeah i mean if you come i mean i i dropped the list it's i'm peter moran on instagram drop the list we do it every monday night give the money back i mean i'm sure there'll be a couple weeks off at the end of this year uh but but yeah it's been i mean it's been good for a while we had some good good energy good people coming I'll, I'll say this about it uh we had to switch it to ladies choose their spot it was getting a little incelly over there i mean that's the nature so of comedy I saw, I we got a lot of dudes a lot of dudes i saw you did that i mean that's comedy a is a lot of dudes shift, it's good we get we get some women in there and then you can actually i mean it's still comics it's difficult to get a great read on material at an open mic in front of just comics sure but it's nice when you have men and women there and because if it's all dudes you can just be like don't we love jerking off and yeah. someone gets a laugh and it's like all right <laughs> see <laughs> You got to have women in open mic. This is why. (laughs) And like, dude, I'd be in the crowd crying about that too. I'd be in the back fucking dying. (sighs) You can, you can lose yourself. You can just become a locker room. Yeah, dude. Yeah, bro. And also sometimes, you know, if you're in the audience, you go up there. Like, dude, I remember one time I wore a Ted Jones World shirt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To the open mic, bro, and I was getting so much shit from all the bros. I was like, guys, come on. I'm just like, this is what I do. And then it's just like, you know, you do have to have that mix. So explain what you mean by ladies pick, though, because it's maybe some people don't understand. I mean, so you normally run it just like people dump their name in a hat. I pick it off. Coming up after me is going to be Ted Jones. And uh, with with the gals, at least the first five that show up, we uh, I want to go third. You go third. Your your bits, your choice. And now we get we get some women. We actually have to like tell jokes instead. Just yeah, yeah. be like, <laughs> I hate women. You know, people. I've I've um I've definitely you know plugged your open mic before here on the podcast because people have asked me. You know, where is a good open mic to go? Hell so yeah. guys, I mean, this is this is the guy to go to. At I am I am Peter Moran. And, um, you know, you click that link there, check out that open mic, but honestly, great yeah. vibe, dude. So like on, it's great, so low stakes. What yeah. is it? It's $3 for five minutes, right? Yeah. And we give the money away at the end. Yeah. It's uh, cool. So, like, you could win 50 bucks. Um, yeah. And, and we did first iteration has already occurred. Second, we're, we're in the works, but, uh, ask me anything comedy show. Uh-huh. Uh, that's another one we've been doing. And this is different because we'll toss on a bunch of comics that are super funny, five, six people only. And then we'll all go up afterwards and we'll let the crowd like talk to us afterwards. Nice. So we get a little, little podcast type action after we riff around. They'll ask us some questions, broke down the broke, like the ice between comics and performers during that period of time. We all just messed around. It was super funny. Everyone kind of hangs out at the bar, gets drinks afterwards. And like, yeah. we're, we're one. 
And that that's in the Lower East Side too. Or East that Village. was in the Lower East Side. We might be switching locations, but nice. ask me anything comedy show. It's on Instagram. That's we'll great, be back. Dude. Okay, great. Yeah. So you're getting um, you know a nice little social group from it, and I feel like I am too. You know, just like the more you hang out and like go out and stuff. That's why also I haven't been as much waking up as early as maybe I used to before the Good. shows and stuff like that. You have to like you have like to balance. For you sure. have to balance. I mean, the thing about comedy that sucks is. Uh, there's a lot of other people there, and usually I hate them. I mean, think yeah, 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 yeah. Yes, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. Tough. But the great thing about producing shows is you book people that you think are funny and that you like and that you want to be around. That's great, and that's a good hang. Is when it's your show and you said, "Hey, come through these people. I want to talk to." That's great. You have to have some flexibility for that with your even with your workout routine to do that. The rest of the time, it's like, oh, am I going to try to like riff with these people I hate whose bits I don't respect? Yeah. No offense to pretty much everyone I've ever met in comedy. <laughs> um, what, are you going to start a podcast with any of your girls or what? You are like a ladies' man, bro. You get along very well with ladies. Lady, I like that that definition of ladies' man. That is, it's yeah. very accurate. Like ladies' man in that mm, pretty much all my friends are women. Sure, sure, sure. That's, um, that's I mean, that's what I meant. Yeah, like, yeah. Just go get me. <laughs> I mean, that can be mean that way too. But it way. could. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, I I do I do. I, I'm over the boys. I don't know what it was. Sure. I don't know if it was too many times, too much time in the locker rooms. I don't know if it was my incel open mic. I don't know what it was. But yeah, uh, mostly mostly about the, the gals these days. Podcast, I don't want to plug anything that isn't official, you know? But, but, well, what do you mean? What do you even have to plug? Converse, podcast, I'm saying conversations are occurring. Conversations are occurring. Okay. I didn't <laughs> even know. I dug into the freaking chocolate, the vegan chocolate bag and picked out something. Yeah. Yeah. Conversations are occurring. Okay. Stuff has been recorded, deleted, edited, re recorded, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, things may come. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm, in terms of, in terms of what I'm focusing on right now, I just, I'm 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 branching out a tiny bit. We're, I'm, we're doing comedy. It's all about that. Get on stage. Get better. Come back. Hate your set. Go back. Be even better. Realize, hey, the only reason I thought I was good is because everyone else sucks. Get better. Mm-hmm. Get to people that you kind of respect. Try to get better than them, and so on and so on. That's where we're at with that. But aside from that, I'm trying to really like be a classic uh, New York angry at the world writer you know okay. so we're doing a little a uh, little bit of short fiction a little bit of satire uh in terms per of use. writing like what like like long form like prose like, okay okay like like actual like skits and stuff no like like fiction like read it read it on a paper okay that type of stuff um doing that and then yeah i mean all the social media stuff per usual yeah. writing scripts as well but uh yeah i'm i'm going i'm going a little bit broader in the creative world right that's now that's great good yeah branching, branching yeah out. that's how i mean uh, the way i feel like i even got into stand-up comedy well i mean i've been hanging around it for a very long time for years but i mean i started with improv yeah and then right before the pandemic you know or as the pandemic happened ucb where i took classes for like four years shut down so um it was kind of like the only thing that was really going to be coming back to New York, like for sure, was stand up. And like, they don't have improv in, you know, a hundred different bars here in the city. Like, they have stand up right, in right, like a hundred right. different bars in the city. So it's kind of like, all right, well, um, I got to kind of branch out and figure out other shit to do where I'm on stage speaking my mind, uh, doing shit that I kind of want to do, you know? Yeah. So it's just like, okay, 
branching out like how do I do that what can I maybe I'll do that and that'll lead to something I want to do or do that or that or whatever it is you know whether it was just like picking up the freaking vlog cam and starting filming you in like episode three behind the scenes yeah. here just kind of branching out doing shit you know doing, yeah trying to do as much as I can that made me happy and like kept me super freaking busy I mean made you happy kept you busy yeah in the game honestly yeah. honestly well yeah I mean you know that you gotta get the money part too but I mean that comes with making you happy and keeping you busy I think yeah and or I've heard from enough motherfucking people that say that and then eventually you know you gotta be patient about the money and you the only way to be patient is if you enjoy it so yeah, like yeah, yeah. Oh. Do whatever makes you happy, for sure. But, like, listen, I mean, I want to quit comedy most, like, a few times a week. I'm like, should I just, should I just wrap it up, like... You know, you you start thinking long-term. you're young. Aren't you, like, 27, 28? 27, yeah. Yeah, no, I'm not going to, but uh, but I have enough common sense to want to. Sure, sure, sure. So, you gotta come back, and then you, and you go through this little loop, you're like, oh, well, I thought that killed, Mm, it wasn't that great, this needs to be better, oh, God, I gotta write a new bit, I I should just quit, I don't need to do this, this is embarrassing, why am I doing this, I hate everyone, and they're like, no, 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 I hate everyone, I need to be better than them, and then you go back and you do it, out of vengeance, and then you, and then you connect with an audience, and then you're great, and you're like, oh, no, I love this. And then you don't, and you're like, oh, I should quit. And then you re- restart <laughs> you the cycle. You know what's also an interesting thing, man? Like, a year from now is going to happen regardless. <laughs> it's gonna, it's so, coming. So the thing is, like, if you can see yourself in a year, mm-hmm. would you want to look back a year and be like, fuck, why did I quit? Like, a year is already here. Or you'll be there and be like, okay, maybe it's working now, maybe it's not. But, okay, like, you want to – I'd say just in general – Thinking about how time is going to pass regardless. It's passing. Yeah. So you're either going to be doing something you love in a year or, I mean, you're not. So I guess yeah. that's, that's kind of a simple way to think of it. I, no I know. how much it sucks. Whatever, you know. It's because you don't want to be passive of just like, well, if I just like am loosely involved in stand-up comedy by osmosis or just passage <laughs> yeah. of time, yes. I'll improve. I'll get there. You have to set like goals and accomplish them and move forward. <laughs> But with something and, well, that, and that just makes you happy too, you know? yeah. And there's something is like like it's a very long term thing. It's a very difficult thing to grow. Like like growth comes very fast at first, but then at each point, it's like all right, well, this is my standard for a bit. Uh, so it's a little harder to find bits at that level. And now this is my standard. So there's even fewer there. And now this is my standard. And that's how you grow and that's how you get better. But at each point, it's even more difficult. You get better, but it's more difficult because your standard is higher. And you're like, well, just surviving an open mic isn't good enough all right well being on a show isn't good enough well being good on a show isn't good enough i need to kill every time even if it's a bad room i need to kill etc etc and these are levels that i saw some of which i've yet to get to and it's like all right you need to be constantly frustrated but but that is what's pushing you that's what's like all right uh that's that is i would say if you're talking about like the significance of the last six months and more importantly the last few months since i like had more of a sole focus on stand-up after quitting uh, playing poker and being like, this is my out in life. This is my opportunity to be a real human being that like does things he loves is allowing myself to be focused on it enough to get really frustrated with myself and really push myself and be like, this isn't good enough all the time. Not enough to like dwell on it and be angry permanently, but like just holding a higher standard and allowing yourself to sit in the pain of like, yeah, but I could be better. Yeah, but this isn't good enough. No, I should have killed or like that just, it just wasn't good enough all the time. And that pushing you to like write something better, write something funnier. Um, you know, it's frustrating, but like, I like, I like that chase, you know, you know, it's also funny. Like I, I really don't know if you can feel this particular way at a job that like, you're not fully responsible for where you can be yeah. replaced, you know, like, I mean, you wouldn't, 
if you know that you can be fired at any given moment, like why would you have this kind of passion for it? You know what I mean? Yeah. It's tough when it's, I mean, when you're not freaking, when you're not the the captain of the ship or whatever, yeah. per se, it, it's, it would seem to be tough to give a enormous shit unless you're, unless you're, you know, making commissions or something like that and your job depends on, you know, you selling something. Right. If you're just kind of, you know, you kind of don't have, um, I don't know, like a full trajectory of something it's it's got to be it's got to be tough man well as someone who yeah, it was who tough at one I point was did it for five years yeah. <laughs> yeah and you and you too well i sold stuff for one year and by sold stuff i mean failed to uh zero commissions earned but even in that was there like a huge fire under me not really um but you're, yeah you're getting a paycheck at the end of the week regardless you're still you still fired. surviving again for yeah i mean so i actually did quit my job recently i'm back into the corporate world shortly new job same same deal um, but, but there's something very real. The only thing that's like incentivizing me is money and not even like more, more, more just like, well, I can't live in New York and live this lifestyle of chasing this unless I actually have a job and something's paying the bills. I can't be patient to really get as good as I want to get unless I'm taking care of that. So it's all, you know, it's like, uh, the support, uh, beams in the structure that is my life. These aren't the... It's not the focus. It's not the centerpiece, but it's something that needs to be done along that road. Sure, dude. Uh, but yeah, I mean, when we used to do this, we used to do this comedy was like something we were aware of, something like we did, something that was like theoretically a part of us. And now it's like, actually, we're out there, we're performing, we're in the life. And it's a very different ballgame when you're in that. And you have to like feel the the highs and lows on a very consistent basis. Every day, yeah. Yeah. And you know, even with the putting shit together, I mean, I'm sure you know, you know, you write five pages in a script and then you're like, nah, that shit is ass. Garbage. Take it out. Done. Whatever. I need to uploading a video. Oh, it didn't upload right. Oh, I didn't yeah. edit this part out. Fuck, it's another two hours of work or whatever it is. But yeah. as long as it's kind of your shit that yeah. you're fucking up in, I, I, it's, you know, it's easier to put your head down and just fix it. Yeah. You know, like if I fucked up an Excel spreadsheet in my dad's company and he was like, what the fuck is this? No, it's completely different. I'd be like, Fuck! That wasn't pissed. me. You know what I mean? Like I would not <laughs> yeah. be fired up to have to redo that again. But if I no. know that like the video is going to be better or something like that, there'll be more traction because I made it better. Then yeah, I'd be more pumped to do it. Yeah. No uh, ownership. That's that's everything. Like yeah. yeah. Um. How how bad has it gotten over the last six months? Have you had any <laughs> like desperate moments? Have you had any like desperate. like what like. You know, like a horrible show or a horrible set or sure. a like despairing moment. Sure. Um, I mean, you're in this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, maybe turnout or maybe views uh, or maybe fucking likes, dude. But besides that, like, for sure. I know that, I mean, I just quit my job kind of like what, seven, six and a half months ago. Yeah. So, I mean, like, in my opinion, I feel like I've just kept one foot in front of the other. You know, like, nice. obviously, I've been like, fuck. Or I've been like, shit. <laughs> but like at the same time dude like i know a year from now is gonna come i know two years from now is gonna come i know three years from now is gonna come and if it doesn't then i'll be fucking dead and if i'm <laughs> if i'm dead then whatever but if i'm alive in three years i want to be doing this i want to be doing this bro Hell yeah so the thing is like you know i made a few thousand bucks in crypto nice um so you know that for the most part has got me sailing for the past seven months or so but Keeping costs down. You see me, I eat fucking chickpeas and beans yeah, out of yeah. the can. Yeah. Put hot sauce on it if I'm lucky one day, but right now <laughs> we don't have hot sauce. So I just, I for the most part, I'm just day in and day out. Yes, yeah, some shit sucks sometimes, but like 
it doesn't suck as somebody else yelling at me, telling me what to do, dude. I, I, so I, I think I think like that's where I'm at. You know, like could this podcast be better than the Joe Rogan experience? I would hope so. I would but hope as of so. Right now, you know, I mean, it's as not of this case. episode, we'll people see. are saying, <laughs> "Yeah, dude." Actually, you're right. This one fucking fired it up. Um, you know, close to 200 episodes, but also how many episodes did that guy do? You I know, think I think was hot. Yeah, I think it was actually number two hundred. I think that's the cutoff. <laughs> you got, if, you got if you're off. not if you're not number one by two hundred, yeah. that's when they say. Yeah, man. Also, we got this new piece here, bro. <laughs> that's true. I like this. This like is, that? is a good yeah, touch. Yeah, yeah. Do you do this? Yes, of nice. course. I'm an artist. Yeah, so, sorry, I did it. but it's still Ted Jones' world, even though we don't have a map of said world. Sure, it's still the TJ sure. Dubs. It's still the the fi- the figurative globe. You got some merch too. Yes. Obviously, we had the hats before, but yes. you got this the yes. Ted Jones comedy show. Yes. What else? What else are you? If you'd like one, you can absolutely have one. Oh, I have an XL. I would get in there. Okay, cool. I'll yeah. give you one after after yeah. this uh, episode. But we have uh, sweatshirts with just the white Ted Jones world. Then oh, nice, also nice. like the gym kind of tees that just say Ted Jones world. Um, but right now, I mean, for the mo- I mean, the merch is not on sale unless somebody like DMs me and is like, "Yo, can I get some merch?" Then maybe okay. I would sell it. I kind of like I that. Just, I throw it out at every show. I throw, oh, you throw some? Yeah, dude. You get least, a cannon. <laughs> yeah my arm dude <laughs> dude um so we'll throw out like two of these or we need you man you're the pitcher right? hey fire i'll let it rip middle. baby um yeah dude so we hand out i mean give out at least two i mean we're giving out way more um but also yeah it just depends on turnout you know yeah so um it varies i mean so when we have a show on a monday if we have a show on a friday night something like that it obviously varies but um ideally i think it's just becoming more comfortable and being able to kind of do different bits you know, every two weeks or something like that. But as, as a comic, you know, and as I've spoken with comics before, like, you know, you'll have the same bit sometimes for a couple years. I mean, if it really bangs, you know what I mean? People drop a, their first album seven, eight years in doing something they wrote the first year in comedy, you know? Interesting. Yeah. I mean, interesting. Yeah. To say that it, it's a really, it's a really, really long thing. I think my, my oldest bit, it, it has evolved, but I still do one joke that was like one of the first things I ever wrote. Now, you know, three years in. It's obviously not seven or eight, but but yeah. I mean, stuff stuff sticks around. You don't got to get rid of it unless unless you don't like it. Unless it, it, You should only get rid of it if you've outdone it, not just because it served its time. Now, let me ask you this. If you were to be on stage and someone's like, all right, do as long as you're comfortable doing, where do you, yeah. where do you think you're at right now? Um, I think I would do well for 15 to 18 minutes i think if you if i went beyond that it would be i'm doing bits that i don't really like to do anymore 15 to 18 it's like all right we're doing strong jokes here beyond that yeah i'm 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 doing stuff that would that would otherwise have been retired so i think for the most part in comedy i mean you tell me kind of what you think but um i think it's it's that first five that open mic five minutes Then you get to that seven minutes, you're starting to, you know, peek your head around shows or whatever. Ten minutes, you're solid. You could do almost yeah. any show. And then to the 15 minutes, you know, you're doing basically any show in the city if you have a solid 15 minutes. Yeah. Then I think the jump is probably from like the 15 minute to the 30 minute, 30 mm-hmm. minute when you're maybe doing a special at Comedy Central. Right. And then that 30 minute to like an hour where you can be touring, doing 40, 50 minutes, whatever it is. Um, yeah. But yeah, I think like for the most part, as long as I am gaining you know like anywhere from 30 seconds to a minute weekly i'm happy oh i mean if you're doing it at that pace that's great yeah that's great well i think for the most part like i i always want to kind of just be comfortable with doing improv on stage and i think that helps you know like whether it's crowd work or being like oh somebody is wearing something funny that reminds me of something from middle school or some shit like that 
Get it out, baby. seltzer with the bubbles, brother. Oh, yeah. So, you know, I think that's also important just being outside. And I spent a ton of time indoors, man, during the pandemic. You know, you see a lot more shit when you're outside, not just hunkered down and waking up super early. While it is great to wake up super early, you know, sometimes you got to stay out late. You You got to experience things. Yes. For sure. Absolutely. Um, The longest that I ever did was 15 minutes, but it was... It was fully clean, and it was at a synagogue, and there was no one under the age of eighty there. Wow! Also, that's, I'm not that's Jewish. Great practice, though. Yeah, no, yeah, it was oh good. My God. <laughs> what the fuck? What was it? Somebody's funeral? They're like, Peter, go do fifteen. <laughs> I was. It was <laughs> so a Jewish comic off. that brought me in, and I didn't need to be Jewish. Said, but he was like, "Yeah, it's synagogue gig." When was this, by the way? This was like right before the pandemic, like right before it. How happened. have we never talked about this? I don't know. I don't know. That's pretty dope. Right, I go talk, ahead. You know, I I I've read the Bible. I finished the whole thing. <laughs> I know I know they're more of an Old Testament gang. <laughs> but but I pen and I've read them all, 66 books whatever. Mm-hmm. And uh so so we you know, I made fun of them for being old, dropped some Methuselah jokes in there, sure, etc. Sure, sure. you know. Uh made it pretty biblical, told them um they were actually all going to hell because they killed the Messiah. People didn't like that. And that was Jeez. within like the first minute and a half. Uh-huh. Um but then I did all my bits that weren't like like someone, someone did a bit before me that referenced Bumble, and that was completely lost on them. Yes. Um, even the term dating app probably would have been. I'm not kidding when I say everyone was 80 plus. Yeah. 90% of the people were 80 plus. The rest yeah. were 60 plus. Sure. So, you know, you had, there were bits limited. It was also a synagogue, so it had to be fully clean. So this was me. That, that was reaching a little bit. Like if we're talking at that point also, that was two years ago, if we were doing 15 uh, without any – uh, sexual references, yeah, any crowd in it, any modern technology. Fucking Moy. What's your name, dude? Moy Goldman? He's like, yes. That's about it. <laughs> yeah. Six people were like, yep. Yeah, that's me. That's me. <laughs> you say Martin? <laughs> yep. <laughs> like, well, are you some sort of a Mort or something? So have people you done, loved have it. Have you done um, a lot recently where you're doing kind of that time, amount of time? See, the thing is, like, with that amount of time, 15 minutes, it's. It's tough in New York City to find that kind of time. Yeah, I don't do 15 in the city. I, I don't think I've ever. I do 10. Yeah, I yeah. I do 10. But, 15 um, is like, I mean, it's tough in New York City because, I mean, each show has got, got at least five, six comics on it. And then, like, in L.A., maybe I'll see people do kind of 15 if they have. Because the thing is, you're going far and people are maybe appreciate your time a little bit more. But, like, yeah. still, I mean, it, it's hard as shit to do 15 minutes in the city um, if there's more than five people on it. It's really about, show. like, like... You're right in getting like a first five to where you can like succeed at an open mic. Finally, that was like the first step in comedy. Yeah. But I think even beyond, even as you do shows and you do tens and fifteens, and even like maybe you're doing more than that. Maybe you're featuring. It's the five that just murders. That is everything. It's get. It's what can what new joke can make it into the five. It's all about the five for for so long because five is going to be the first late night. Obviously, five clean seven eight for like a comedy central short like any like big break set is gonna be five to eight minutes probably so it's getting that okay absolutely murderous five day which probably like you're not gonna get this insane five to eight and not have a good 20 or 25 at that point if not more obviously but but like in terms of moving forward and getting opportunities beyond like yeah i can be on your bar show i have eight minutes uh it's like my focus three years in more so than like, yeah, I could do 20 at the same capability. I could do 15. It's even more so just like, can this five get even better? Um, which goes hand in hand, just writing funnier jokes, obviously. 
But but yeah, I think that's always number one priority is, did this make it into the five? Is this sure. like in the set? If you give me five minutes, I'm going to come out swinging. I'm going right, to tear right, right, through right. this crowd. Because yeah. that's the only, even you're new on a show, whatever, it's five to eight minutes is the one opportunity you get to like leave a lasting impression on people like, this dude's funny. Yeah, and I also think sometimes, like, I mean, at least is at like the past four or five months, I think like, there is sometimes more to a particular joke that maybe you don't always have. You know, totally. it's not always about just writing and writing, writing a new and new and new. Like maybe it's adding kind of newer parts to an old bit. Something 100%. like that. Uh, but yeah, it's always thinking about it. And just in general, um, I spent so much freaking time inside. It's crazy. And then like the last seven, eight months, um, I've spent way more time being out and outside, you know, outside of the studio, outside of the apartment. Yeah. So, are you living a life now? Good. Have you had, bro? No, still no, <laughs> still no chicks, dude. Still no chicks, man. Uh, but I think that's, I thought they loved that's the been body. Like, that's huh? I thought, I thought, I mean, bro, like, but this is for freaking me. And if you, if you want some dog, <laughs> <I'm in. laughs> but I mean, it's, I sometimes get FOMO if I'm not like out and doing something comedy related, you good, know, like good. dinner is a big kind of thing to do hour and a half, some, some money, that I maybe don't want to spend drinks. I'm not, I don't drink. So I would go out to like coffee, but like, I don't want to really go out to coffee really. So it's been, it's been just a lot of focus on uh, around my new life, dude. That's internal, internal, internal. Yeah, focus. dude. Good to see, good to see some things haven't changed. I'm happy to hear that. Thank you, bro. Yeah, that's funny, man. Cause like when we were talking six months ago, it's the same shit. I was like, dude, no, there are no, no girls around here. Dating apps are very dry. I rarely swipe on those anymore, man. Good. It's not really sliding into DMs unless I'm like, come to the, come to the show. <laughs> hey, Tell I mean, I I produced one show during that period of time, and like half of the people were people I'd hit up on on apps to yeah, try yeah, to get yeah. to come through. Sure, good. it's definitely uh, you know that's also man when you know as I'm sure you know when we're producing stuff like cannot be shy about texting anyone to come you know like you gotta put dude, yourself I remember out there. there was there have been a couple of shows where no joke i would just i texted every single person in my phone <laughs> phone book like a thousand five hundred people dude and like you know what are the what are the percentages that came i don't know maybe five to ten percent of I people mean, that that's still in terms of all great. all time whatever it is but um just in general i think you got to be like really like you cannot really give a fuck you just kind of got to get out there and and the more people know you're doing something, I mean, the better chances are that maybe something will come of it or they yeah. know or maybe there'll be a customer in the future or some shit. On, you got to stay present in people's minds. That's the world we live in. My, sure, my DMs are 98% come to this show or can I be on your mic? Nice. That's everything. Nice, dude. Yeah. There you go. How's that lacroix? How do they get that flavor in there and uh, for zero calories, right? <laughs> it's pretty flavorful. I got to say, yeah. It's like, it's like they took... I can smell it. It's like they took an apricot, ripped it open Closed a plastic bag, yeah. got rid of the apricot, and blew the bag into this. Yeah. Just so calorie-free. Yeah. It's like it. Febreze I'm sitting yeah. on. It's interesting. So I got um, like a weird multi-pack of that. And like now it's uh, it's really it's really stenching up the apartment with all different flavors. It's crazy. Like vanilla, apricot, orange. Oh. And I don't know orange. how they still have zero calories in it. It's quite impressive. I mean, they could just be lying to us. Imagine. You ever think about that? The yeah, FDA, like... Know. You ever think about how... 
well, maybe not in your case, but how neglectful you are towards your job. And then you're like, well, same probably goes for like the lower level people at the FDA and every government agency and every wow. doctor no, <laughs> that's doing surgery on you. Right now. Sure, dude. Have you seen um, Super Size Me 2 perchance? <laughs> Have you? No. Okay. So, you know, Super Size Me 1, of course. Mm-hmm. So uh, for those of you who don't know, Super Size Me 1 was with Morgan Spurlock. He ate <laughs> McDonald's three times a day for 30 days, gained, I believe... Um, probably like 45 pounds or something like that. So Super Size Me too. he is going around to chicken farms and he's opening his own chicken restaurant and he just dives into the chicken industry and how corrupt they are and how big chicken is literally three companies and they control like anybody who gets chicken. Tyson? Ever. Yeah, yeah. Tyson is one of them. Uh, Pilgrim is another. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then like some other land. Chi- well, the, 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 basically this entire thing is explained in Super Size Me too is on... um. One of the fucking platforms. Sorry, guys. Google I'm it. Thinking. Yeah. All right. One second. I'm getting my phone. Dude, keep them interested while no, I get I'm my saying, phone. I was telling them to Google it. But I'll, while you get your Let's phone, I'll see. tell you this about um, pretty much every Tyson and every major corporation. Uh, you pretty much just like the name of the game right now is be horrible and cruel in all your practices. Right now, bro. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Since, I mean, since the chicken industry even came to the entire mix, like that's really what it's been. Go ahead. It's No, that's that's fully what they do. And then like release some advert, some commercial that speaks to you doing something that is like hot button good. It's like, you know, how people are super underpaid. They give like big bonuses to their employees. The big bonus, especially when you talk about like the overall, they paid out like 10 million or 50 million in bonuses to their employees. When you break it down on an individual basis, they're still massively underpaying people. It's still wage theft. Um, now, uh, Tyson specifically, I saw them involved in like, you know how prices are insane right now. And all sure. companies are like, oh, inflation, supply chain. And it's like the inflation is somewhat real, but you chose to mark mark it up. It's not like proportional. They just right. massively overcharge us for everything. You're like, ah, oh, sorry, inflation. It's like you're just taking a bigger profit. If you look at the companies, I mean, this is me just like reporting news that someone put together in a more uh, eloquent way. But well, that's like, what a podcast. Is. <laughs> but yeah, it's like. Companies are like 180% up in in profits and are like, yeah, well, it's inflation, so we need to charge you actually $18 for a cup of coffee now. So basically, uh, Morgan Spurlock went around. He went to like countries in the deep south, wherever, and he ended up opening his restaurant in Ohio, but he was in like Alabama, Kentucky, West Virginia, whatever, just looking for a chicken coop and like um, a very transparent form of you know, killing the chickens and then eating them and keeping them on a sandwich, whatever it is. So the uh, four companies actually that were referred to in the documentary was Tyson Foods, Sanderson Farms, Coke Foods, or Koch, you know, like the Uh, Koch brothers. Oh, oh, so automatically horrible. Yeah. So the thing is, like, uh, the Koch brothers, at least, I mean, they were were twins uh, who grew up in New York or something like that. I mean, one of the bridges is named after, like, the Coke Coke Bridge, something like that. They're billionaires. They're, like, some of the worst people. Anyway, both of them have, like, $50 billion. One of them died, so I imagine, you know... The thing is, when you have $50 billion, you can really control a narrative in a specific business, which has happened here. And um, just, I mean, killing animal business for food has been corrupt... Ever since, you know, you you kind of just stretch the rules each time. They talk about, like, um, free range, uh, cage free. You know, like, free range chicken, you only need, like, one square foot next to the, uh, 
kill house or whatever it is. I don't know what they call it, dude. Chicken coop. Kill house is more pertinent. <laughs> yeah. It's more so you to need, the point. You need like a square foot of sunlight for them to be considered free range. Cage free. You can have a million chickens in 500 square feet. Stuff like that. My takeaway from this and from life is that every good intentions movement will be taken for profit by horrible, rich, evil people. Like you... Giving chickens a better life, who could argue with, like, let's free range this? And they're like, oh, now here are the rules that we have to play with. Let's manipulate the situation as best we can to up our profit, to take advantage of things, to manipulate consumers into thinking they're doing something remotely good. With zero, zero of that is going toward, let's give these, chicken be- these chickens better lives. Yeah, labels have also, I mean, messed this up completely when it's like, you know, fresh, organic cage-free, homegrown, shit like that. I mean, it's labels on stuff. But, I mean, the the vegan industry, honestly, I'm not even saying in a, a biased opinion right now. I feel like just because it's the beginning of it, it seems like there could be a lot of good people involved. But, I mean, we'll see, man. I think, we'll see. I think so. I think there's probably a lot of good intentions, and I'm positive that extremely rich people will m- take it to their advantage as best as they possibly can with zero regard for humanity or... Animality, humanity, though? It's animality. vegan, though, dude. I mean, being vegan is good for humanity. Oh, I agree with that. I'm just saying, within the context of that rule, you think whether it will monopolize the vegan industry in the way that uh, big chicken is monopolized, maybe. or or whatever, whatever they can do to uh, take advantage of the situation, even if they're doing harm to a different group within that, like like it's viewed at. It's viewed purely from a perspective of like, how can I profit off this? Yeah. And if knowing that from a marketing perspective, this is like, you're you're doing a good thing by consuming our products, that'll be done. But like, there's no actual sincerity behind that. Sure. But you know, by happenstance, it may actually be a good thing. Veganism in itself, you can't really argue with that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, you know, the bad guys will show up. Yeah, They'll yeah, come yeah, knocking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'm, I'm, Fairly confident in you saying that, that I believe that. Yeah. This has been an amazing episode. Guys, did you miss freaking Peter Moran or I what? You dude? Did. The combo was flowing today. Um, probably no cuts unless we say the... Just kidding. Yeah, no cuts. Yeah, no cuts here. Clean episode. So what What else is up, man? Today being Friday, what you got on tap for today, bro? Uh, I am going to do comedy. Yes. Early early afternoon, late, late evening type comedy. Um, probably start... Uh, I read a quote from uh, F. Scott Fitzgerald sure. recently. It says, first you take a drink, then the, dr- then you take another drink, then the drink takes you. And uh, that's, uh, that's what I think is going <laughs> to happen tonight. For tonight. Yeah. All right, great. I left my freaking wallet at the stand, so I'm going to go over there later today, shoot a promo video, but, you know, get two and one done. And I need to, I need to figure out the pocket situation, man. Sometimes I have too many pockets to know what to deal with. If I wear a double sweatshirt with like the pouch, yeah, so I'll have the pouch underneath and then a pouch on top of that. And then I wear the jacket. I got the inner breast pocket and pockets on the sides. So. You should be a fanny pack guy. Gotta be careful. Right. Or, or, yeah, I literally have a fanny pack, but I only do it like when I'm jogging. But yeah, you're right. I had one the other day when we were filming a vlog. I had it, it on like my back you. butt. Yeah, I guess so. It'll be good luck. Cool. Peter Moran, thank you so much for joining us, guys. Follow this guy on Instagram. DM him. He's a freaking looker. He's single yeah, still. Yeah. All right. So, ladies, go after this guy. All right. Yeah. Go we'll after see this you guy. guys soon. Peace.